Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Guys We Fuck. Guys We Fuck, the anti-slut shaming podcast. I am Corinne. I'm Christina. We're here, we're not queer, and hopefully we'll be here next year. Oh, that's such a nice haiku you just wrote me. Uh, I think it was actually, I just rewrote uh, like an anti-gay uh, chant. Oh. But I, I rewrote You're it. You're a bitch. I rewrote it positively. Oh, taking never back, mind. Taking back the power. Yeah. How's your hand doing <laughs> My Christina, it's towel. Is that a just towel or was I that not? You just okay. told me it wasn't. I don't think it is. I Corinne may or may not have <sighs> touched one of a, a paper towel with jizz on it. With your boyfriend's jizz yeah. on it. Let's That's be weird. Specific. That is to touch a paper towel with my boyfriend's jizz. And, I, and I, we have to give some context to this. Oh, so I guess we we're do. in the studio, which is really Stephen's office, and there's a there was a. Paper towel. It was, it was, was a, a trash, trash can. can. It's a Star Wars trash and can. And I didn't want to just throw gum and get it stuck on the trash can because I'm a caring individual. <laughs> right. So then. There's a bag in the trash can. You said, fuck it. So there was a paper towel at the top. So I, I neatly placed it in that. <laughs> and then Christina informs me I may have just touched, touched Steven's jizz. jizz paper towel. But like, I don't think you did. I think that's the paper towel I used to clean his desk. Oh my God. And then she changed the story and now she's changing it back. <laughs> You know, I don't know. Oh, it God. looks dirty. It looks like a clean. It looks like I Windex because I do that a lot. Because when I use his computer, I'm like, everything needs to be clean around me. Yeah, this is like the time <laughs> that you told me your apartment definitely wasn't going to flood during Hurricane yeah. Katrina. Yeah. Uh, Sandy. Sa- I'm sorry, Sandy. Oh, Katrina. <laughs> that was a whole different president. <laughs> different area Katrina. code. I, what was it? Katrina, Irene, Sandy? Is that what it yeah. was? Yeah. Irene was uh, we flooded. Well, we flooded during Irene. I yeah, Katrina I told you just part. <laughs> Katrina didn't. Did I tell you, I flooded during Irene. Okay. We flooded. You, you, you know what? In the back of my mind, I knew. <laughs> okay, but, but you know, you don't want to be by yourself. Well, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't want. I well, would have been I, with my roommate. Oh, was she? Home? I thought she was with her. Yeah, but didn't she have her boyfriend? Yeah, and her, but her boyfriend was over, so that wouldn't have been good. Yeah, so you stay with me and my boyfriend. <laughs> uh, and like, I found the flashlight. Okay, it was fine. We should do a dramatic reading of this. All right. So basically, this hilarious thing happened to Corinne. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. I mean, it's hilarious. So Christine and I are gonna. I went on. I went on my first and um, last uh, t- <laughs> no Tinder date. They're not all bad. No. Well, I realize that I'm in this phase now. It, it, this is how where I'm. It's now reached a point where people are trying to set me up with other people, which is great motivation for me to get a boyfriend on my own because. So people can stop doing that. <laughs> oh, I have somebody for you, by the way. Yeah, you told, told me. Okay. Christina did it. And then my my friend Ryan presented somebody. And I, you know what's funny? I don't know. You may love this guy and you may hate him. I have no idea. I'm going to lean towards hate. Um, <laughs> just knowing me. <laughs> yeah. Not anything against the person. Right. Yeah. You don't even have to meet him. <laughs> uh, you can just bitch about him online without even meeting him and get it over If I rolled the dice. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to do a, a dramatic... Um, reading of the text message exchange about the tinder date christine and i christina will be playing christina hutchinson i will be playing corinne fisher this is another rousing episode of sorry about last night theater (laughs) i like that that was a good one are you ready yes did the tinder dude show up 
Not yet, but he wasn't coming right at 8. He's already told me. He's been consistently messaging me, though. I'm glad he didn't see my set. I prefer to introduce myself before 10 minutes of dick jokes. Awesome. Excited to hear about that. It's the broier dude, right? No, it's the hotter one. Ooh, nice. That guy was cute. And then there's a long... Uh, there's a pause for approximately two hours. Two hours. <laughs> Then I text. So the good news is the guy is just as handsome in real life as he is on Tinder and has a totally sarcastic, morbid, weird sense of humor. We made jokes about hitting babies, suicide, rape, murdering your friends with cyanide. The bad news is he's a self-obsessed homosexual with no self-awareness who may actually be a legit sociopath. Whoa, that's some bad, bad news. Definitely gay? I mean, the sociopath stuff, that's rough. Uh, He's 100% a homosexual. He literally made a joke how he might suck a penis, joked that homosexuality is a choice, and tried to tell me that Tom Cruise is not gay, which is actually the gayest thing anyone's ever said to me. All in like 90 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, he gay. <laughs> the end. Bravo, Christina. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then he's been messaging me. Oh, why? And he was like, "You're not wasting your time." Well, the like, thing is, he's wasting your time. He is, but of course, he wanted to hang out again because the minute I met hilarious. him, he was gay. I knew he was gay, so I, of course, I knocked the date out of the park. Right, right. Because I didn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> So, of course, I was, like, the best. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, you know, what the fuck, right? I was carefree. I was laughing. I (laughs) seemed like an open person capable to love. If anybody's going to go out on a date with Corinne, just act like you're gay first, (laughs) and she'll fucking charm the shit out of you, and then whip out your hard dick. Yeah, she'll be like, just kidding. (laughs) And then she'll be like, what? Oh, man. Show up, like, wearing a boa and be like, hey, girl. <laughs> Stop. Why do you want a gun on? Well, and also that this, and I'm not, I'm not this type voice. of a girl, but it annoyed me because he, before he even found me in the bar, he got himself a beer, which whatever, that's fine if you're nervous and you need to drink, but then he didn't even offer me one. <laughs> she just got to drink that beer in front of me. Yeah. It'd be funny if he went up to you, chugged the whole beer. Yeah. And said, hi, I'm Randy or whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> well, and the thing was like, it's like he, he was his idea to meet up. Oh, and I what just, the fuck? And I had just performed. I mean, like, I mean, Jesus. I don't get it. It was weird. I'm going to read an email real quick. Yes. And then we're, we're going to read an email that makes us mad. And then we're going to read an article that makes us mad. Wow. And then we're just going to go, yak, yak, yak. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. This No, this email made me real mad. Um, Dear Christina and Corinne, my name is... Well, hopefully I can say I'm not going to say it just in case. And I love your podcast. I really appreciate what you're doing with your podcast. Blah, blah, blah. Good job. You know what's up. <laughs> That's what he said. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, thank you. I love when people actually write out. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. blah. You're great. Whatever. Um, I'm not sure if you already covered this. I'm a, I'm a few podcasts behind, but I wanted to email you anyway. I'm 17 years old and I'm a senior at North Penn High School. I know Christina graduated from there and I wanted to hear your opinion about the Dropbox thing. I did graduate from there. Did not know what this was. Basically, if you don't know, a few male students started exchanging nudes they received from other female students. Like Pokemon cards is the exact quote they used. And then eventually one of them uploaded all the nudes to Dropbox file. And the file was basically made public until eventually the entire high school was able to see it. There, I'm currently turning in the Hulk. There are currently over 400 explicit pictures and videos of over 30 students 
on the file and the police are now interrog- uh, interrogate the case investigating the case uh, but the file is still out there and it is still being updated with new pictures of new students every day what the fuck obviously i know obviously the female students are pissed and so are a lot of the other students uh and people from the community and they all seek to imprison the student who collected and distributed the nudes and declare him as a sex offender yes that should happen on the other hand there's also a big group of people including teachers that think only the female students are to be blamed and if they didn't want their nudes oh, out there <laughs> no they didn't want their nudes out God. there they shouldn't have taken those nudes oh. because it's obvious that teenage boys will pull off something like that and they should be more modest boys will be boys a female teacher on the I subject i was literally just gonna say that but like sarcastically no but a, fe- a female north penn high school teacher Go fuck yourself north penn said that i personally think this whole thing is fucking fucked up what the fuck teacher seriously what the fuck this is one of the worst cases of victim blaming i've encountered and i'm actually ashamed of being part of this high school a high school who i thought was pretty liberal and open so did i uh you can probably google more about the case it's still not resolved what do you guys think is this a male my pride am i right is this a male or a female? Ma- male student. So glad Writing this dude. You. Yeah. So glad a male student wrote it. Well, number one. I, I love that he, he's he got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah, thanks for being a good dude. We yeah. need more of those. Um, when you receive a nude photo from a person, daddy, you are honored. You yeah, should that's respect. That's a privilege. You respect the nude photo. Mm-hmm. You respect the other person's body. And if you don't want to respect the responsibility that comes with receiving a nude photo, whether you like it or not then fucking delete the photo you are a dumb piece of shit for sharing these photos yeah the, those women those those girls are embarrassed and 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 the fucking teachers mm-hmm. who say don't take new people this is this is what it's like fucking abstinence only education right don't tell the girls not to take the new photos one that's not the problem it's, yeah. it's not the problem and number two they're gonna fucking do it anyway well it's the same thing as when we tell girls to dress don't a certain dress, way don't so skirts. they don't get raped yeah no 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 we should teach boys not to fucking yeah. rape how about how about how about you don't uh, terrorize my life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. rapist mm-hmm. Uh, it, it this boys oh. this boys will be boys mentality oh, is is, nev- is a oh. huge problem in society and so it's not okay and if you are a woman who is a mom or you plan on being a mom if you ever fucking say that slap yourself in the oh, goddamn face and more people need to more guys i'm so glad this this gentleman wrote us and i think it, what needs to happen to make to help that's really going to actually help the problem because principals and teachers of the school they're not going to speak to the students how they fucking should be spoken to right and how they should be spoken to is go fuck yourself you're a piece of shit for uploading those photos mm-hmm. you're dumbass i know you're young you might grow up to be a wonderful man and Pro- have a family or whatever it's not probably i mean maybe it's 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 possible because mm. people do dumb shit in high school middle school i did i was a fucking punk ass little bitch in middle school and high school sometimes um and i turned out great <laughs> well it's it's hard for me because I, I i didn't have like i didn't have like a really like ever change my personality has not changed i've always been this the same person i am now right i mean i maybe a little happier but other than that i know people though yeah i've known no, dudes yeah, from yeah. my high school that were kind of just shitheads and they grow up to be awesome dudes yeah because sometimes something probably happened to them to fucking give them a wake hopefully call. Yeah. yeah i mean something happened but uh but the you, you you need people like the guy who wrote this email to us to start spreading around the idea that or reinforcing the idea that that is not okay to share nude photos of of other people without their permission. Yeah, it's just I, the, think, it's, I mean, also, you can get charged with child pornography, yeah. even if you are a child. Yeah. 
but to me that's not even the biggest thing like you are such a piece of shit for Mm -hmm. doing that there's no what is what is the only thing you that you get out of doing that is to high five your dudes yeah i I was gonna say this is not this has nothing to do with any this is like a separate thought but uh i i I really can't think of a teenage boy who is responsible enough besides maybe this guy to receive a nude a nude photo it's just it's it's very rare but but because they're so fucking immature but i really think and that's not an excuse high schools need to talk talk to kids respectfully and honestly and just be like hey Sometimes you're going to take photos of your junk and you're going to send them to people. If you receive this, don't be a dickhead. Be irresponsible. Well, I think the, uh, the problem is no one's going to say that, though. This is kind of the first generation who is being schooled through the age Ooh. of social media yeah. and the Internet and this boom. And I don't think uh, the education system has really caught up yeah. with this yet. Like it needs, it needs to be something that's covered because and it's also it, it sucks because it, it, it makes personal life and your school life which should really really be separate it conjoins them the same way as you know religion and school should be separate your private life should be separate from your school life yeah I, I, when i was Unless in school man beaten. school was my life i mean my friends were all from school everything all my i did so many extracurricular activities i mean i was around school friends right but the thing is like it was it, so important to me the popularity like, bullshit things like bullying like we you like so if you go to school and you're a kid who gets bullied you get bullied at school and then you should be able to go home and at least home is your safe haven. Yeah. We're living in an age now where you go home and you can still get bullied. Still in There's no safe yeah. place. Yeah. And the same goes for sexuality, for anything that you're doing. So it's like we're living in this age where we're always connected. That's what I, that's my <sighs> least favorite thing Creepy. about cell phones is like, you know, usually when you used to be when you left work, you left work. You didn't. Now oh, you're now always at work because you have your iPhone or your Blackberry, or whatever, or your droid and you're, getting, you're, get, you're seeing your emails and your boss can call you your boss can text you oh, yeah. and there's no there's no respect for your private time totally your private agree. life and it and it unless you turn off your phone sucks i mean i love my coworkers, but like they're they are friends with me on my social media and my social media is not locked because i am a comedian and it yeah, can't be locked it's a tool and there are some times when i feel like they're really crossing the line between like are do i work for you or are we friends right those are two separate things oh yeah oh yeah um, it's annoying. And that t- that female teacher who made that comment should be absolutely oh. fired. And also her tube should be tied. <laughs> she just, I think they should talk to her. No one, I just, the thing that pisses me off the most is no one's going to tell these kids really what they need to hear. Right. No one, not their parents, maybe the parents of the girls, but I don't even know if they're going to find out because and, the girls maybe won't tell them. I don't, I, I don't know. I have no idea. But if anything, if anyone else goes to North Penn High School, yeah, shout out. And just uh, another, let me know. I'm curious. I'm curious to see how this is handled. I, yeah. I looked up the articles and stuff, but they don't give all Burton T. Hines is the principal and he was just like, we're just if anybody has any information, come forward. That's yeah, and honestly, that's I, all he's saying. I'm like, say more, dude. Mm-hmm. Say more. And also, I, if there's any of, of the female students who have one of the nude photos, um, if you want to contact us, we will obviously keep you anonymous. I would just love to talk to you, yeah. even on a private phone call um, or an email exchange. It's sorry about last night's show at gmail.com. Just kind of pointed out in the subject line who, that you're writing from North Penn. Uh, and number one, don't feel bad about what you, you 
you didn't do anything wrong. You have, an, I'm sure, a really hot bod. Oh you're God, I the hot nice body and young. High yeah, man, I, dude, man, my I body in high school, seventeen year old body. Me too. Oh, <laughs> I was smoking. Uh, just take all those pictures and keep them for no yourself. No stomach fat, none, not even an inch. Oh man, <laughs> nice. Christina, and I, maybe Dropbox that shit to Christina and I. We'll we'll look at it. We'll, and, we'll use it as inspiration and to then do we'll, yoga more and fun, and then we'll delete it. <laughs> yeah, and if you're listening and you own that Dropbox, I mean, I doubt you would listen to a, a podcast. Yeah, as much as ours. That's the thing. Like, but, whatever we want to go off. Like, the most of the people who listen to the show are uh, like minded, so they're like, yeah. Right. But you got to talk to the shitheads who are doing it to really get through. We but. should put out a secret. Like, we should put out like the same podcast, but under a different title, like. Big girls titties. suck, aren't they? Whores. Yeah, and then and then, but then it's just the same. You know what I hate? Track sluts. I hate and love them. Fuck. Can't can't live with them. Can't live without them. The fucking sluts podcast. <laughs> fucking sluts. Oh. Oh wow. Speaking of journalism. Speaking of journalism. Now I'm very interested. We Christine and I we both read the same article, uh, but we have not discussed it with each other. And I'm going to do what I usually don't do, and I'm going to read an entire article. Uh, so yeah, but you're so good at reading it. But loud. just just buckle up for this. Um. Because I think this is important. There's a lot. I read a lot of articles on Facebook and everything uh, about relationships. And, you know, there's like, you know, top 10 ways to do this, blah, blah, blah. And and this is one of those such articles. But I feel like it speaks uh, to a lot of things we discuss on the podcast. It's from Elite Daily and it's called 10 Reasons Why This Generation Is Losing the Ability to Be in Love. I'm not saying how I feel about it here nor there until afterwards. It's by... A gentleman named Paul Hudson, and it's from April 6th in the dating section, if you want to go back and read it. Um, Ever wonder what our generation will be known for in the decades to come? I ponder the question regularly. There are so many great things we could be remembered for, but if history has taught us anything, it's the negative that tends to last the test of time, not the positive. My greatest worry is our generation will be looked at as the generation that gave up on love. We date for the sake of dating, the generation that forgot how to love, which is ridiculous. Most people have never had a good understanding of love, just a poor interpretation of it. Generation Y seems to be the first generation moving away from conventional takes on romantic loving relationships. The only question that remains is whether we'll be remembered for being the first generation to accept a more logical and rational take on love or the generation that gave up on it altogether. I guess you'll be the one to decide. Number one, we care more about instant gratification than we do anything else. The most common trend amongst generation wires uh, is our need for instant gratification. We grew up and continue to thrive in a culture that allows us instant access to just about anything. If we want food, we have it delivered with the click of a few buttons or walk a block or two and grab dinner. If we are bored, we have endless distractions in the form of phone apps. If we need directions or a question answered, it only takes us a couple seconds. Such convenience is in entirely a modern day perk previous generations never experienced anything even remotely close to it The problem is instant gratification is addicting and often becomes a habit, a habit that tends to seep into our love lives. Love isn't meant to be experienced in an instance, but in a lifetime. Number two, we've built a culture driven by drugs and booze. This goes hand in hand with our culture's need for instant gratification. Drugs and booze are the most common form of self-medication. When we feel sad or unhappy, we go out for drinks. When we're stressed or unable to handle our lives, we may turn to more intense substances. Of course, not everyone drinks alcohol and or does drugs, but it is a trend among our generation. 
Drugs and alcohol often end up being love's worst enemy. These substances give us the illusion of an alternate reality, a reality in which our emotions are heightened and the love we experience becomes exponentially intense. Unfortunately, all this does is confuse us, making us believe love is little more than feelings we experience. Nothing could be further from the truth. Number three, we sleep around a lot. Uh, Some less than others, but most individuals have multiple partners every year. Don't get me wrong, I like sex just as much as the next guy, but sleeping around ends up uh, leaving us feeling empty. It starts out feeling exciting and gratifying, but ends up making us feel even more alone. Worse yet, it makes finding someone to love infinitely more difficult. You're wasting your time with people who mean nothing to you, and to top it all off, you are likely to turn sex into a sport. When that becomes the case, good luck trying to make love. Good luck enjoying sex when sex is no longer a special or unique experience, but just another trivial evening. Number four, we're becoming even more egocentric. Every individual in the world is egocentric. We all think about our needs and ourselves first and foremost. When this is good or bad doesn't really matter. Uh, Whether this is good or bad doesn't really matter. The world is the way it is. It's part of human nature. The problem arises when our egocentricity overtakes our ability to feel empathy. As human beings, we have no choice but to live and function within society, within communities of different sizes. Relationships are really nothing more than granular communities. When we focus only on ourselves, our needs, our wants, and desires, the needs of uh, others in our community get overlooked. When this happens in a relationship, it all begins to fall apart. Number five, we date for the sake of dating. It's become a sport, a favorite pastime among millennials. We date because we believe we're supposed to date. We're supposed to find someone to fall in love with and spend our lives with, and we are under the impression that the best way to go about it is to date as often as possible. This backwards logic brings about countless horrible relationships that never ought to have been in the first place. Every time you date someone who isn't right for you, you're giving up your chance to meet someone who is. Same goes for the rest of the world. Six, we aren't fans of making compromises. We like to have things our way, always. Why wouldn't we? If we can have it our way, why would we settle for anything less? This logic makes sense until we find ourselves in a relationship. When we're a part of a relationship, we are only a piece of a greater whole. What we want and need is not nearly as important as what the relationship needs. And what the relationship often needs is for you to compromise. So you're left with a dilemma, which is fine as long as you accept that compromises need to be made. Once we no longer accept that as a necessity, we will lose the ability to create a loving relationship. Seven, we believe in fairy tale endings. What was our favorite thing to watch growing up? Most people our age will say Disney. We grew up on Disney movies and learned all about love through the stories they told, or at least I did. The problem is such movies are incredibly inaccurate and often end up doing more harm than good. They create impossible expectations, expectations that always leave us disappointed in the end, not to mention confused. How could you not question your love for someone when your story doesn't line up with what you believe defines a happily ever after? Eight, we've been fooled into believing perfection is attainable. It's not. Never has been, never will be, and yet we are all looking for that perfect individual. We are all looking to become that perfect individual. Sadly, we're all going to fail and it's going to suck. No matter how unrealistic our expectations are, the disappointment we feel when they aren't achieved is very real. The grass always seems greener on the other side, but who the hell told you to look for greener grass? Number nine, we're goal-driven but often forget to include our partners in the mix. 
I love the fact that our generation is really the first generation to put the focus on the individual, allowing for personal growth and development. I'm proud our generation is the first generation that believes working for ourselves is better than working for someone else. Having dreams and setting goals are both incredibly important, however. What's more important is setting the right goals. We need to understand the difference between the things and individuals in our life who hold value and those that do not. Sadly, this is an area in which our generation is greatly lacking. Most of us put off finding someone to love until after we get the rest of our life together. Not sure why no one realizes finding a partner is the most important piece of the puzzle. And finally, number 10, most of us are really bad at loving. Love is confusing. It has layers and is mutable, changing over time and changing with each new partner we let into our lives. Love is so incredibly complex that most people simply haven't been able to get a grasp of it. It's nothing to be ashamed of, but it is reason to worry. The real question is, are we getting better or worse at loving? That's a question I'm not able to answer, but I fear it may be the latter. Of course, each individual is different in his or her own understanding, but most people seem to be incredibly lost. The issue is, if we don't come to understand love better, its purpose, its boundaries, and its shortcomings, we will never be happy. That's nothing short of a fact. The end. <laughs> I mean, I didn't write the article. I know. I, know. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, uh, I think a lot of this is whining and bitching. Mm-hmm. And I think that the one thing I agree with wholeheartedly is the egocentric one right you see i didn't i i normally am I, I normally think mostly everything on these sites is whining and bitching but i didn't think this guy maybe it's because it was a guy writing it i didn't maybe i, I didn't and that's maybe that's my own bias i didn't interpret it as bitching um i but, mean but uh, i get what he's saying yeah i disagree like i don't think it's a little slut i don't think our eh, in itself but I mean, a little but i don't yeah. like the whole booze thing we drink booze when we're, i never drink when i'm sad mm-hmm. i don't drink when i'm sad because that's the worst time to drink so if people are drinking when they're sad don't fucking drink when you're sad a lot of people do though really yeah yes Ugh. yes and especially our friends <laughs> I get I never that's like my rule if I'm stressed or Mm -hmm. upset or sad I know substances the only substance that does help is is when I smoke right and I'm anxious I too have a no drinking when I'm when I'm sad rule because it's gonna make me sadder I guess I thought more people did no have that rule no it's a very responsible rule to have and especially when I'm like when I was in like the very uh, deep depths of my breakup I had an absolute no drinking right that was very very that was crucial to my recovery um and and even when I'm happy when I drink, um, I do the next day more often than not, I'm depressed. Yeah. The, the following day. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um so yeah, I took, I but I, but I, I think I think it's interesting. Uh, Instant gratification shit is a- absolutely true. Yeah, and so that has to do with all like I mean I think w- there's been various articles discussing this and that social it's, media is really fucking ruining relationships. Yeah, it's really interesting because we're in this period of we're in the we're in the thick of the whole social media being way too connected and yeah. all of these social scientists are like, how are we gonna turn out, you guys? This is fucking weird, and it is fucking weird. It is, and we don't know. We're we can't see. 20 years into the future to look back at right now i know it feels like we are too yeah but the thing is with that and and people get addicted to social media but it's like with me with social media i don't want anyone knowing my personal personal shit so i don't put it out there yeah because i don't want strangers knowing you know about my dad's operate i i I don't put things out there for sympathy i don't put the and so many people do right and it's 
you deal with it however you want to deal with your feelings and it's your social media page so you do but i see that happening a lot and i'm like but it can be fixed if you just stop putting yourself out there so much no one's forcing it right upon you but it is an addicting thing well yeah i mean we we both overshare on this podcast but for right. a purpose yeah but we i don't think uh i mean like even my social media like the things i say are i mean it's basically it's funny 99 comedic yeah or self-promotional and that's specific to a comedian and i get that right but man some people's face on facebook friends a lot of people oh 100%. and i see some dumb shit on there yeah people I, feeling bad for themselves mm-hmm. and putting it in the form of a status and then getting all these oh my god i'm so sorry it's so obvious what you're doing yeah and it, and it makes me angry that's why i even look at facebook anymore i just post because it's like it is an epidemic i mean this guy is right I, I just don't do it and it makes me angry that people do it well and again and I, I feel like you're you're a good example of this because um you really don't you like you talk to your friends and on the podcast a lot about steven but there's not a, any steven yeah. on facebook which i think is thumbs up to you because it's i respect my relationship more than to put it out there to exactly. prove something my it's, relationship's great why do i need to pretend it's great on social media exactly and so it's like you're you, when you're confident in something yeah especially something that doesn't it's not like a, you know it's not like a show where you need people to come right it's it, these people who have all this stuff on on facebook about it so it's like yeah you can watch something going well but it's like then when you're gonna watch the demise that's going to be public I know, too i know and, and I just, or the, yeah it's weird it, a lot of people do it i can't reiterate enough how important it is i think to keep your relate a relationship that you really value off of the because think think why are you posting it before you, are you posting it to make someone jealous are you posting right. it to brag are you posting it because you're not confident in it and i you think if it, there's a, tra- yeah. a paper trail uh, or an internet trail <laughs> that it's going to be more special like it's every not. single thing that any person posts on social media has an inner context mm-hmm. that isn't obvious that might not be obvious to the average person uh-huh. you're either you want you want to get applause you want to get likes you want to get sympathy you want to get yeah congratulations your first late night appearance you know what i mean obviously when you're a comic and you're doing that shit like that's why i if if i was going to go on um um letterman or something of course i'm going to post that and i'm going to expect everyone to freak out and i'm mm-hmm. gonna expect but that's weird you, you, there's like a this world Bad that news, lives. You're never going to be on Letterman. The last comic has been booked. Fuck. I'm sorry. I know. I'm actually I really. Go. I'm really upset that I'll, I'll never get to. Damn it. Well, I, he was interviewed favorite, so. by. He was my favorite. Oh, okay. I'm never going to get to be interviewed by David Letterman, and it's really eh, sad. Sucks. I'm sorry. But we'll we'll move on, guys. No, that no, I'm really bummed. <laughs> um. But yeah, and. Uh, yeah it's 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 bad news i honestly would have deleted facebook ages ago if i wasn't a comic um melissa deleted hers my best friend melissa oh did she she was like dude this shit is awesome i deleted my facebook and i don't give up tommy also deleted it feel like you can breathe yeah tommy also and paula didn't have it for the longest time she was very late to it um but yeah and And, and with with relationships too you get i if i'm gonna go on a date with somebody of course i'm gonna facebook stalk them i don't know that i want to see that because i'm gonna form opinions on what i see from their past that aren't even true i don't know the story well exactly this this brings me up so i I often talk uh, I, I've mentioned this before but I when I first started dating Frank I read his entire Tumblr and his entire right. oh, Twitter yeah. before we even and started dating like it. and I, it fucking made me hate him <laughs> but I went on with the relationship <laughs> anyway yeah. 
And I was like, you know what, Corinne, you should have really trusted your first instinct. Oh, right, right. Because I was like, has it? And then most recently, I had a crush on somebody. And then I texted Christine. I go, dude, I just read this person's blog. And nothing has ever made me drier. Yeah. Like, like, and I don't even know if that's an accurate representation. But I mean, I feel like when you read someone's (coughs) writing, I mean, for when their writing isn't good, it's like their soul isn't And it's not even that it wasn't good. It's that like what they were saying. It was so obvious. all feelings, the like the bitching, the pettiness. It's like you are a man in your thirties. What do you What are you blogging about this for? I mean, yeah. either you fucking go go all the way and earn a Hemingway that shit and make me feel the feelings and drink yeah. and stay up if you're late. You're gonna night, do it. Fucking blog your little heart out. Yeah, and like do it like write a real book or George, just keep it to yourself. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was it was a Zanga. Yeah, that he accidentally well, linked. <laughs> well, so yeah, I'm just going through this really quickly with the booze. I mean, I think the booze is such a it's such a fucking problem. It is though because like. People, we're, wait, people we're always drunk on dates and stuff. Yeah, that's true. But that's, I mean, I think that's always been the case. Yeah. I mean, people have always gone to, Absolutely. to dates with bars. Booze bars. has always been a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Prohibition happened? Yeah. Everyone's like, Jake, give our booze back. I often think about Prohibition and I really think <laughs> it was kind of a great idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then everyone went to Canada and it's the land of the happy. Alcohol, so maybe I should go there. I, alcohol, man, really shouldn't have been invented. Um, egocentric. Da- dating for the oh, sake of the dating. Egocentric one was great. That, yeah. that I got that. I, I think you could solve if people solved their um, dilemmas with each other more with love. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you the power of when I'm fucking so angry and I get like like my temper gets really lit and, and I and I freak out steven if i were him i'd fucking punch me in the face Mm -hmm. but steven sometimes he'll just he'll hug me and i was like and i'm like oh i'm sorry and like it all dissolves that would make me angrier no it may it it, it, because well because that's why you guys so hard to do right (laughs) but when i when i when i if i'm angry at someone and i just love them and i'm just like really nice like genuinely nice not fake nice because you can see through it it kind of solves itself right so I think I do think people should love more, not even romantically, but like each oh, other. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we are a self-involved society. But I mean, I, I also am from the school of thought that if we all concentrated on being the best us we could be, that everything is it ultimately is going to flourish. I agree. I think it's good to be selfish. But actually, there's a but there's a way being, some cases being selfish and being egocentric. I mean, just because you're obsessed with yourself, that doesn't necessarily mean that you think you're awesome. I know a lot of egocentric people who are obsessed with their faults. And I think oh, it's like yeah. you need to be self-improving, not just like thinking about your there's a difference. Yeah. Yeah, there take, needs to be a upward progress. Take an honest look at yourself. Um, and like all these and then also like the t- like just being on Tinder for three weeks it honestly like it's just it's just a game now like I get, I get excited when we match but then people message me and I have I don't I just don't respond because I have no interest in meeting these people well but that's the thing though you I I went on a lot of dates when I was on okay cute but I like going on dates because it's human interaction I just like meeting people all There's the time too many people I already know that I love and don't spend enough time with for me to do play this game of Russian human r- roulette where I'm gonna like one out of maybe 10 people yeah I don't know and I'm just ugh, I don't know the fairy tale ending thing too that's a huge problem uh john hughes movies have ruined my life 
I often, and my mom has actually talked about this too. She's like, Corinne, you expect too much, which I think is horrible to have to tell to your child. Um, right. And I think you should, oh, and I think, you know, there, you, we should be aiming for perfection. Of course, anyone who has high expectations, yeah, anyone who thinks you can actually achieve perfection is probably a fucking L. Ron Hubbard. But yeah. I mean, oof, if oof. you, we all know that ended, <laughs> but it's, it, you know, you should be not, you shouldn't be settling and you, and yeah, you absolutely should be not. trying to find someone. And yeah, and if you're in a relationship and it's not fucking knocking your socks off, get out of it that's, immediately. That's the, that's the only, that's the one thing that I don't understand people staying in these bad relationships. Because what the fuck do you think is going to happen? Being alone. Everyone should be alone. Yeah, but sometimes it, it, it goes on too long. They should have in, periods of their lives where they are alone. I think the thing is sometimes like though when and and I've talked to a lot of people who have been single for a long time it's like once you're alone for a certain amount of time at a certain point it's really fucking hard to get back in a relationship because it is especially you're like how do I I, do we hold hands I don't get it what are we doing well not even not knowing how to act just being so used to doing everything for yourself and like being set in your ways and everything is great and then he's right like going back to this point of compromise like why should I who is someone who is so amazing that I would actually compromise for and it's kind of like I'm at that point now so like compromise is important right I mean to a point if you meet someone and also I, I don't terribly agree with compromise well that's i mean it depends because especially when yeah but you don't i mean compromise i'm not talking about like give up your dreams well yeah it's like it's like when it's worth it but i mean what's the compromise it's like especially when you're in this field that we're in where it's it's so self-involved so it's like any compromise for me is going to be a compromise i shouldn't be making and i'm i'm thinking more like small compromises like yeah yeah, i know you love thai we'll go do thai and i'm not a huge fan but we'll go to the thai place you and i compromise yeah the comedy relationship and i think that but i mean uh, and it's necessary but it's tiny they're not like right and it's more of like a holding us back a working relationship exactly right so uh, i don't know i don't feel really neither here nor there about this article i just thought it was really interesting and he brought up a lot of good points so it's kind of Mm -hmm. something to kind of chew on um and then just a quick plug dear god please people i have nacho bitches on april 17th gotta come i was there last month it was fucking amazing yeah it's friday on the lineup April 17th. Um, right now, we have uh, Yasir Lester, who is a new writer for girls. He's on <gasps> the show April 17th, which is a Friday. Uh, we have Naomi Ekpergen. Sorry if oh, I, I fucked up her. your last name. She I writes tried for Broad so hard. City. She writes for Broad City. Fucking hell. Oh, One of the most hilarious she, yeah. comics I know. She's amazing. Um, Danny Palmer, actually, from Guys We Fucked. He's hilarious. Uh, Alexis Guerreros. And... Um, I think that's it for now. And then, of course, me and Blair Saki as usual. And free nachos. And free nachos. Use the code nacho online or at the door for $10 tickets. It's a new time, 1130 p.m. Uh, so come. I mean, just don't be too drunk. I, I guess. And if you're in upstate, I'll be in Binghamton yeah. that night. Yeah. Competing with other girls to be funny. We're all just going to claw each other's faces off. Don't do that. Why? It's fun. What's that called? It's called like the something B queen b festival christina will post about it yeah i'll post about it we'll post all these dates um so come out and see us we love when you come out and support us it means a lot oh and this saturday at 10 o'clock i'm gonna be at broadway comedy club and that can you come to that place (laughs) please you guys (laughs) 
I'm going to be at this Sears bar, which is a gay bar downtown. Oh, I love that place. I do like it, too. That's a really fun venue. Yeah. Okay, so we got a lady on this week, and she's fucking funny. It's our first female comedian. Like, prof- really? professional. Oh, like, fuck. really, like, our, it's our first really notable female comedian. Yeah, you're I, right. I believe, yeah. Uh, she's amazing. She was on Last Comic Standing. She's fucking hilarious. She has a new documentary out. And if you have Netflix, you can watch it for free. It's called Women Aren't Funny. Mm-hmm. And she just explores that concept of, I, I usually don't think women are funny, but uh, you're okay. Um, she's amazing. Uh, everybody, listen up to Bonnie McFarlane. Rhymed at seven o'clock on the dot. That's so. I like chicks are always on time. Well, I'm not. You're not. I'm a dude at heart, though. Yeah, you are. Uh, we're here with Bonnie McFarland. What up? Hi. She's got a hot friend with her who's not here. We're gonna She's not here, her. but she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I like people to think I hang out with models. Yeah. So no, I like that too. I some some girls do that thing where they surround themselves with like friends that are uglier than them. I always try to hot friends, hot friends all around. Well, I because you know be why? Because when you see a pack of girls, they all seem hotter. Yeah. You know, as a pack, yeah. you're like, holy shit, these are crazy. <laughs> and then individually, you can start picking out flaws. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're you're hot if you have hot friends. I think yeah. that's great. And then yeah. I'll be hot together. I'm like, oh, yeah, I touched your boobs oh and stuff. God. Where's the fun? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so you've been married for how long? Um, this is my ninth and final year. <laughs> I ju- we just watched. Well, I just watched, and you watched separately. Yeah. Your documentary, "Women Aren't Funny," on Netflix. Thank you. Everybody watch it if you have Netflix Instant. Just you have no excuse. It's really funny. It's really good. How was making that? Was it like? Did you set out to? How was making that? Well, it took. You know, I started out making a short film kind of thing. I didn't really know it was going to be that big project. And then uh, it uh, sort of turned into something bigger, which I remember driving to editing some days just being like, you can do this. (laughs) Keep going one step at a time. You know, because it was overwhelming. You know, we had 80 or 65 hours of footage that we got down to 87 A documentary is always, yeah, the pits. I like, I I went to film school and I made like even a mockumentary and I was like, I controlled how much footage I shot and this is still a (laughs) fucking nightmare right now. (laughs) It's my fault. I transcribed all the interviews. Oh my God. Oh, that sounds awful. I know because I, we didn't have any money and um, <laughs> i was like you can get someone to do that for free you're just like no like a, by like the way a, my hot friend Lindsay was a producer on that movie oh, oh good for you hot Lindsay. hot friend with a good job <laughs> <laughs> do you want what do i feel like we should just start finding you a boyfriend or girlfriend she's married oh, oh she's married. but you're not wearing oh you are wearing a ring okay sorry yeah. oh, you are. <laughs> and not happily but um <laughs> who is right <laughs> That's where we bond. You're our kind of gals. (laughs) Horrible marriage. Oh, miserable marriages and relationships are the best, right? Yeah, those. I mean, that's where that's why this podcast exists. So just horrible relationships, right? I just think about the old relationships that I had. Oh my (laughs) brand, the good ones. You masturbate to old relationships. Have you ever masturbated to an ex? Oh yes, I do. Yeah, but also I have sex to exes. I mean, I like (laughs) two ex. Well, with them or like Rich's face turns into the face of an ex. Do you do that? I've done it. I have two. 
I put I a, a face. Sometimes it's just a guy that I kind of know. Like if the guys knew that I was having sex with them, yeah. like I would, I will like sort of transpose their face mm-hmm. onto Rich, and then I'll say, "Rich, can you please stop talking?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right? You're ruining it for me. You don't have the same voice as this guy that I'm trying to fuck right now. He's British, all right? (laughs) Stop. Yes. So that's that's how I get through my marriage. (laughs) But no, because it's interesting because I feel like Christina was really, really like, wait, do we... Do you guys, you guys don't obviously hate each other or you, or do you really hate him? Is it one-sided hate? No. Um, I was like, you have to I love think each it's, other. I think it's mutual. No. <laughs> mutually um, hate each other. Well, that's good. I, uh, no, we don't hate each other, but we, we don't have any boundaries and we don't have, um, we have impulse control issues. So everything comes out all the time. And Both of you have impulse control. Yeah. Yes. That's a fun, that's so, gotta be fun. Yeah. Like there's not like I, you know, we were watching, um, uh, what's that show on Netflix that uh, the Kimmy Schmidt? No, the po- uh-uh. the um. Oh fuck! Just tell us. Can about you it. edit this out? No, nah, we don't edit it, but yeah. we like this. I'll keep um, guessing all the shows on Netflix. <laughs> Orange is the New Black. No, House of Cards. House of Cards. Yes. And oh, the way that they talk to each other <laughs> is so like. Oh, they're so maniacal. It's hot. It's sometimes it's it'll sexy. be like earlier today. <laughs> You touched my shoulder in a way that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> and you're like, you waited and like eight hours to bring that up? We'd be like, you're touching my shoulder in a way that's fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> like we wouldn't be able to stop. Like, I don't know how to like not have the fight right when it's like. I'm the same way. Yeah. And, and then, when I get mad, I get mad too. And Ooh. then there's people around and they're uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I've done that to in a bunch of times. Sometimes when Rich and I are going to meet someone, um, I'm always like they don't they don't get the thing of us. So let's try to pretend we like each other during the dinner. Like yeah, because I can see in people's faces they get so uncomfortable when like a couple is like bickering back and forth. Well, sometimes you're in your own bubble and you forget that there's other people around too. Yes, like I'll say shit. Ooh, very inappropriate in public. But to him, you're yeah, you weren't raised right. <laughs> No, I wasn't. My mother was very absent. Um, Who was absent? My mother. No. Well, when I was like a little, little, yeah. Oh wow! So you so well. I have a theory about female comedians that they have issues with their mother. Strippers have issues with their father, but I do have issues with my mother. Do you have issues with your mother? No, I actually like you're lying. You're lying. This is this is a common theme. Everyone tries to find my problem, but I was like, all my problems I created myself in my twenties. My childhood was glorious, and there's no reason I should be here right now. Oh, even just you saying that, I see so many fucking problems. See, this is the thing. Everyone thinks that I was like, no, in denial. Good, good. And sandbox shaped like a. Do you have brothers and sisters? I have one younger brother. Yeah. Okay, so he got all the attention. No, me. I was there for five well, years, if, killing it. If you're, yeah, yeah. And then what happened? Uh, then my nobody cared about that you anymore. Fucking dick came along and <laughs> nah, mm-hmm. blew you out of the water. I was still good. And that's why you have to have a microphone. Please hear me. <laughs> Someone pay attention. <laughs> my I have mom, things to say. <laughs> my mom was bipolar, so I was like, "No, be happy, mom." Like when oh. I was like little, little. So that was my thing. So you're always trying to fix the situation. Always trying to make everybody. I can't take when people aren't happy. I can't take when people fight. I can't take like anger and. Oh, ugh. you wouldn't like to be around. I'm very on for a comedian. What's your mommy issue? I don't want to talk about it. No. <laughs> That's not what you said earlier. Um, I don't know. I guess, uh, you know, both my parents are very, they're Canadian. They're very hard. They're, very, you know, 
It's like you don't get a lot of. We actually have you no don't get a lot of Canadians are like okay. They don't get a lot of praise. <laughs> they don't get okay. It's like European, you know. It's oh, like, okay. Yes. But they're nicer than everybody. You guys are nicer in there. I yeah, would think like, that don't that means they're more doors. loving. Well, it's a very passive aggressive. Oh. <laughs> so you just bring Minnesota. Does Minnesota help? If that's oh, so that's kind of. why Alanis Morissette named her her one album "Under Rug Swept." Okay, <gasps> no. I get it. I get it. this is all coming mm-hmm. together now. Okay, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? Okay, this makes yeah. Because if she said "sweep it under the rug," people would be like, "Why are you sweeping it under?" <laughs> no, under rug swept. Right. <laughs> exactly. We're not gonna it say it. Exactly. <laughs> I'll get a That's where that. all my problems are. Absolutely. Okay. Well, this is so, so clear now. But I think it's fascinating because I love um, a relationship with a lot of anger in it. And I have problems with a lot of uh, boyfriends. Like, they're like, we fight too much. I'm like, I don't think we fight enough. So do you get like some sort of a thrill uh, out of fighting? I don't. I don't like it. You don't like it? No, I, I but I can't help but pick him apart. <laughs> do enjoy that well i want him to be a better person no i still i'm filled with shame about a lot of things in life and so then instead sometimes instead of doing it to myself i just do it to him oh Oh, what are you ashamed of just what are you ashamed of in general like (laughs) inside everything about you both both you're a beautiful funny woman what the fuck are you ashamed of (laughs) um i just you know i could be better (laughs) we all could be better do you beat yourself up a lot? Yes. In fact, uh, the other day I was like, just give it a rest for a minute. I was like, I had to give myself a pep talk. Because you were beating yourself no. up too much? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I listen to podcasts all the time. And uh, the other day I was like, who is this bitch? And then I was like, oh, I, I'm not listening to anything. It's just my own thoughts. <laughs> just me. Are you a nice person or a mean person? Or what kind of person are you? Um... I can be both. I can be really mean. You know, my husband loves it if, like, when we're driving around New York, he just wants me to, like, make fun of everyone on the street. So I'll just go into a <laughs> rant about everyone, and it's, like, well, horrible. It's super... That's hilarious, though. That sounds great. And yeah, it's between, like, like, do you ever have those, like, what's... Steven's my boyfriend, we live together. And uh, the conversations we have and the things we say to each other, if anybody else overheard them, in the privacy of our own home, when we know we're just in our house, are awful like yes. horrible do you guys have that yeah you just say the worst like sometimes oh god the worst shit well that's the nice thing about being married to a comedian i think is <laughs> you don't have to have worry like they're gonna be like what are you talking about <laughs> right. right you know what i mean it's it. like yeah do you get offended by anything um mm, no you know r- when rich and i are alone and he can say anything even mean to me i don't get that mad but sometimes like we have a radio show and we have a podcast so when he says something publicly sometimes i get upset yeah because then know? it's like now it means something different because like i don't want home. and he says stuff some i don't know he has no boundaries at all like he'll say anything about yeah and then how does like, how does that make you feel so then I feel, <laughs> i'm not ready <laughs> No, I I don't. You're like, gonna divorce him on this podcast. That'd be such a good. <laughs> I yeah, that'd I be ground. Thank you, ratings <laughs> up the wazoo. Rich, if you're listening, <laughs> I, um, I I I don't like I don't like putting that much of myself out there. Like I get anxiety and you know and and so he's like like when we're doing our podcast, he'll he'll talk about like religion and race and money and he'll you know all the things you're never supposed to talk about publicly. He's just like that's exactly where he goes and then i get i'm always trying to pull back i don't want to i but then i have my you don't want to make anybody upset 
Um, I just don't necessarily want my real views out there or my real, I just want, st- if I'm going to say something, I want there to be a joke attached. Right. And I was going to say, yeah, cause you talk about issues in your standup, but I was like, is that, is that like a, more of a persona that you've created for this stage? Not necessarily your own views. Yeah. Cause then you can get out of it. You can be like, oh, I'm yeah. just, just joking. Oh, this is some character guy. <laughs> Shut what? up. Stop being such a pussy. <laughs> you know, uh, but um, he's, the, the, but then I have an impulse control or, you know, so then I'll get mad and then my real stuff will come out. And then, <laughs> yeah. then I feel, then, you know, every you podcast bad. ends with me crying in the shower. <laughs> and I'm like, why? Do you cry a lot? No, but I do. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't. Yeah, no, no. I cry a lot. I'm genuinely interested. Um, but I do feel... I sometimes I'm like, oh, let's redo. I beg him to redo the podcast, but then we're both lazy. We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> at some point, it. we're like, I don't want to redo it because of something you said that was offensive, um, or that you because like, oh. I am embarrassed about being real. Really? Yes. I, I don't surprising. like earnestness. I don't like earnestness, and it makes me uncomfortable. Oh, Even in a movie, <laughs> I don't like. Sometimes, like in a movie, like I'll be watching it, and I'll be crying in the music, and I'll be like, God damn you. <laughs> You fight yourself a lot. How dare you? Yeah, so so then you definitely, I would guess, don't like romance, right? In real life? Not big on romance. (laughs) Yeah, so have there been instances in your life when people, I'm guessing not rich, but other people have been (laughs) trying to be romantic with you? And you've recoiled? Well, I went on a date with a guy who um, was very handsome, uh, lovely fellow, and... It was around Christmas time, and he wanted to drive around and look at all the uh, Christmas lights. Okay. And so he was like, oh, wow, look at this one. They're gorgeous. And this what are you, is a poor? Nice... Let's go to a movie. And I oh, was that like, sounds really fun. And that sounds and like I you're kept, poor. And I kept going, I like, are you that? fucking kidding me? <laughs> I couldn't handle it. And was, was he like, a real person or a comic? No, he was an actor. He's actually really famous now, but he oh. was an actor at the time. <laughs> Damn it, are you pissed? Well, are you pissed? You maybe you should have liked those ornaments more. I know, sometimes I feel like I <laughs> should have. But he was a like very, more. <laughs> he was very earnest, and I was like, I can't. <laughs> in that way that only an actor can. Be, have you, you know? been? Were you, was were you like that when you were like in high school, like I a teenager, a, a blossoming woman? At one point, woman? he said that the the lights in the house were hack. He's like, this is hacky. <laughs> these guys they don't it's fucking christmas lights they're all same. hacky it was whatever same. that means i've seen this one before let's move on <laughs> um how is your <laughs> sorry how... bicycle lights we've seen that one million times what is the difference between your sex life with rich when you first met him and your sex life with rich now um night and day no really we did it at night now we do it in the day <laughs> no um he i i mean you know in the beginning of course it was like constant all the time yeah crazy and now because you <laughs> met on last comic standing and didn't you like go like fuck in a car or something like what? isn't that no oh, you, you tell that. a story on the on your in your documentary right right like something else that i watched right. yeah, yeah well no i met him before last comic but uh it was kind of it was sort we sort of made it, we lie a little bit i don't right you know even, we all know, I mean, even i don't know which is the real truth anymore but um <laughs> cookie means all know each other i mean it's not like you know the, that show they act like they were just like plucked from like a field somewhere like <laughs> it takes a long time to make it so that you can even be on he was the one who convinced me to go on the show oh, okay. but i met him while he he was on the show actually and i didn't know who he was and i went down I was at the cellar and I somebody said, oh, Rich Voss is going on. I was like, oh, I, I've seen him on the show. I've never met him. So I went down to meet him. And um, 
I go, hey, I'm a big fan of yours on the show. And he goes, oh, you're that comedian broad, right? And <laughs> How sweet. I know. And then um, I I was actually flattered that he knew I was a comedian. And, uh, and then he I goes, do. And then he goes uh, ah, I'm on a date right now or I'd hit on you. So, <laughs> again, just yes. nailing it. Right? Oh, my God. Pitter patter. <laughs> um, so then a couple nights later, he sort of tracked me down and um, we went for coffee. And it's like he stalked you, or how do you? Well, he because uh, the <laughs> kind of sounds like you're downplaying. Esty like from the cellar right. called me, oh, okay. and was like, "Rich Foss is asking for your number." <laughs> oh, I, I love like, this. That's and I was nice. Like, do not give it. To him. <laughs> really? Yeah. And then somehow he, whatever. I guess he, he found it anyway. I went to the cellar. I sort of thought, oh, he'll probably show up at the cellar try to see me and then I went there and just yeah. checking out seeing who's here <laughs> yeah. I had a nickel for every time I hung out so at the cellar times. trying to fucking whoever was Get on that dick, dry man. erase yes. board <laughs> yes and uh, <laughs> so then he was like do you want to go uh grab a coffee or something and so we went and I asked him um I go what are some things on last comic standing that we didn't see on there that happened and he talked for an hour and a half and, um, <laughs> Whoa. I was like okay I didn't know it's gonna go on this long <laughs> but yeah then we went and then and then we he gave me a ride to where I was staying um because I was living in Los Angeles actually and I was just staying at a friend's house and oh, okay he gave me a ride there and then he went down on me a little bit in the car <laughs> nice wow good before I, before I went inside Let's was he good at it or is he good at it um, yeah. Do yeah. guys... Well, he's very moist in the mouth area, so... <laughs> well, does help. No dry mouth for that guy. <laughs> no yes. sorry. Yes. Does, a, do, does a guy's eating outness skills improve or differ over time, over however many years you've been together? Does he ever change? Like, Because I love when guys try to like change it up a little and like, you saw that in a porn, like, it's obvious. Like, has he ever done anything like that? No. But I will say that... You know, in the beginning, you're living the thing that later you have to try to recreate in your head. Mm-hmm. Like, I barely know this guy. It's sex. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Right. Excitement. Oh, I've said no 20 times. Now it's <laughs> happening. You know what I mean? And now, like, when you're married, you have to, like, that's all going on. You're like, can you give me a minute? I'm, <laughs> I'm almost you. ready. <laughs> you know, you have to, like, it's like in your head. You have to yeah. get it's yeah, true there's nothing sexier than that barely than barely knowing oh. someone because the more you get to know someone in my experience the, the worse they become the more terrible <laughs> they are we're all terrible yeah. but it's just like you just have to wait till it surfaces and sometimes it surfaces quickly and sometimes it's like a slow seeping you know because well, you're fan- you've fantasized about who they might actually be in yeah there. that's always- especially in this instance because you did know who he was beforehand which is kind of thrilling you think? Um, <laughs> remember? Remember when he was remember charming? Remember when you liked your husband? <laughs> I did like him in the beginning. <laughs> well, I like I've been my relationship. This is the longest relationship I've had so far. It's four years. Is and he I, a comedian? No. Oh no, he's a director, and uh, he's oh, funny, which well. is nice. <laughs> I see what you're doing. He's really talented. <laughs> we have. Oh, I've made him shoot stuff for me all the time. Um, but I miss, one of the things I kind of start to miss is like that new crush feeling. And you get like, do you get crushes on people? Well, I feel like the one thing that sort of I love is that face of like, oh, I can't believe I'm fucking her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like you'll ne- once you're married, yeah. you can never get that face again because they're like, I own this. Yeah, the pa- <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. That power that you feel. 
when the guy's I'm letting like, you do I'm letting you have this. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. I miss but I guess well, sucks. You deal with it. I mean, nothing. Yeah. Cuz how do you or you just pretend that there's someone else as long as they don't talk, it works. Yeah, <laughs> right? I do have. And I do develop crushes on people and then I put them in the on his face. But sometimes it's even just a simple like somebody's like, "Hey, I saw your step through the nose, pretty funny." It's like Bonnie just tomped the microphone stand. Well, you miss that power. I'm, I, you know, and that's, I mean, it's only been four years for me, and we're not married. We've been together and we live together, so it feels like a kind of like a marriage or the closest thing that I've experienced so far, anyway. But yeah, I just miss that newness a little. Well, some people find ways. <laughs> Do you? Like, no, well, we don't have any. Yeah, you just you don't have any sort of train. arrangement. <laughs> Do you believe in monogamy? I mean, I, you're married, but some people you're, can be married or in a monogamous uh, relationship and not actually believe in monogamy. Um, I, do I believe in monogamy? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think like Would some, you, some oh, people have it, some people don't. But I, I, like, do you think it's natural or do you think it's something that's like we're just kind of making up to cage ourselves? Well, I think some people are more sexual than other people. So, for right. the people Definitely. that are like super sexual, um, you know, yeah, they're gonna wanna, I don't know. I, I just think like in some ways, <laughs> I'm kind of over sex in some ways. Oh, I hear you. It's like I'm not like looking, I'm not meeting people and thinking like oh i wish i could have sex with you right except for that one but um <laughs> no i totally except agree for Lindsay. hot Lindsay, man hot Lindsay. hot Lindsay in the corner <laughs> hl but uh <laughs> i mean i'm just like you know i enjoy like a little flirty banter and stuff like that but but it that's it. all you need to get you going like yeah that, 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 that like that was enough and then you know it's like two wild and crazy guys like the sketch like they just want to like be weird with people in the bar but then when someone actually hits on them they're like no like, that was too out. much that's, yes i didn't yeah. like don't that. touch me yeah i totally hear that because it's some, I, I remember one time I, I was taking an improv class and i like facebook messaged a guy this is the dorkiest story ever and i was like you're really hot and then me saying that prompted him to ask me on a date and i was like appalled i was like no you took this way too far i just wanted to let you know that you were hot i can't believe he <laughs> thought what you a saying you're hot no i know it was logical something might it was happen totally logical but it's just like i was like no i just want to tell you were hot and that was it and it was cute well but recently i kissed uh, a fr- i hope rich doesn't hear this but uh, i kissed a man on the lips like as a not not as a joke really but it was like Mwah! you know and then later <laughs> just stayed there Mwah! he went to do that but then he just stayed and he just yeah no but i later i could tell i could feel that like he thought it was a uh, more than he it took was. it more as a sign of something else he got a boner oh. i was like it would have been i would have done that to anyone who happened to be standing there at that moment I right just, yeah just felt Here, like fingers crossed all? Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> but um yeah well as a comedian you say you know when i was single i would say really sexual things to people because i'm a comedian and it's funny yeah. to say yeah, stuff of course. Like, and it's funny and the minute reaction. you say vagina to a man they're like i she wants to fuck me like there's <laughs> no way she would bring that up around me oh unless God. Mm-hmm. and uh i remember talking to this guy once that um 
I don't remember how what we were talking about, but I remember it was like sexual. I was making some jokes about it, and then he was like, "Can I give you a ride home?" And I was like, <laughs> "Okay." And then um, he drove to his place, and he was like, "I think you should come out for a drink." And I was like, uh, "I don't." He goes, "I have water." <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, oh god, that's that's the creepiest. Yeah, I feel, you get creeped on a lot. I mean, now it's your your marriage is. I mean, everyone knows you're married because you're married to a comedian. Though. Yeah, everyone no, also never knows. get creeped on. Unfortunately, now. But did you used to get creeped out a ton? I would imagine you would. Well, I I was uh, I never had really an issue with sex. I never had like a guilt thing or a. I never felt like had that thing where you fall in love with somebody that you have sex with. Oh, that's, oh, that's nice. I never yeah. had that like. Oh, it's like a superpower. I'm immediately going to bond with you. <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, so I was I I had a pretty healthy casual sex life <laughs> so that's good that's really you're one of the lucky ones yeah i guess i i mean it's funny because i was just talking to somebody about that the other day and they were like i have it and i was like <laughs> really <laughs> it's like a weird were guys would guys swoon over you when you were like nah like, like comics that, open mic kind of thing did that happen a lot i don't th- no i mean i've always been sort of like hanging i don't know no like a, not really a, du- a dude's girl You've always been. I was been like hanging out, and then like later on, ah, I'll suck your cock. Why not? Um, <laughs> I'm here. Uh, okay. <laughs> you really couldn't get anybody to do it. All right. <laughs> um, but uh, I, uh, one time after a show, this Italian guy I couldn't speak English very well was sort of like making some. Co- I think he was saying you're really funny. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> That's what in your head. <laughs> but later he he did go down on me in the bathroom. So that was like really the only after. You have, like you have a, a great powerful track pussy. record, yeah, with the going down. <laughs> I know. This is amazing. You just get guys to go down on you a lot. That well, because amazing. here's the thing is that, like, guys will, like, this happened a couple of times where guys would be like, <laughs> oh, you su- why don't you suck my cock? And I'd be like, why don't you eat this? And I'm like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> there go. That's a better deal. That's yeah. such a good deal. Oh Do you not gosh. like sucking dicks? Um, I wasn't opposed to it, but I guess I felt as a woman I should. <laughs> hold up some gender Obligated. equality yeah, uh, yeah truly yeah. a feminist I love well, come on what about this thing right here <laughs> so would you say most times then the first sexual interaction you have with someone is them going down on you um yeah no i didn't have any like weirdness about like i think we should get to know each other first like that yeah. never was a priority for me because I, I feel like i don't know i feel like i feel like uh, oral sex is more intimate than regular intercourse like for me letting someone go down on me that's i only let people i really like do that Unless I'm drunk. I think I only like people I only let people that I didn't like <laughs> do that. Do that really? It's like, then you're like then you're like, like something wrong with your vagina and you're like teeth or if I don't you, like it, I never have this. to talk to them again. <laughs> <laughs> if I like them that was like and they don't make eye contact after that's like more pressure. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Has anyone ever been truly intimate with you? No. <laughs> I feel like you're tough not to crack. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I've had like good intimate relationships uh, with people. <laughs> no, not we rich. believe you. We believe you. That, that sounded That sounded really. Do you want to take that again? Well, well it here's a, this is funny because I feel like um, you know Rich and I both have intimacy issues. You know, like <laughs> what is your issue? What are the issues? Well, we just don't. We're not. Like, oh. I mean, I'm more cuddly than he is, but we're not. We we would more. I don't know. We'd rather laugh than and then suck each other off. Then uh, <laughs> sometimes that's more fulfilling to the soul than um, you know, like warm up to it in a more right. traditional sense. So I imagine you like never cuddle. 
Do you ever There's, cuddle? Well, I do sometimes want to cuddle with Rich, but he's always like, all right, that's enough. Scram. <laughs> Scram like, yeah. like a cat? Scram. <laughs> get out of here. But it's like sometimes we're watching TV, we'll, you know, tap each other a little bit. <laughs> oh, wow. With a stick. It's a really long one. <laughs> she just took two fingers and tapped her friend's leg. What? <laughs> like hot, hot Lindsay's cracking up over here. <laughs> <laughs> he, she knows that so she knows that's true what is his intimacy, is intimacy so, issue kind of the similar he doesn't yours? like being touched that's Jesus. a problem <laughs> yeah even even sexually like it's a bit of a I mean, does he like sex do you cut a he hole in a sex. sheet or yes. like what do you do yeah i think he yeah, wishes that, that could be the sex is like just <laughs> through a glory hole um but uh no he doesn't like you know like even when he's like not he's not a good toucher either really like is sex fun with rich yeah it is okay that's i mean for us it works yeah it it seems like you guys have similar qualities yeah similar departments we're both cyborgs (laughs) yeah i'm just imagining his dick like going into one of those holes on like the operation game board and like if it touches the (laughs) edge like an alarm goes off don't touch my hand ew like are his hands rough i'm like very like what what's happening like he's not like some people have a great touch and some people don't have a good touch i totally understand he doesn't have a great he's a very good kisser but he's not a good toucher (laughs) all right okay he's a little bit like i say this in the movies like a little bit like a toddler that doesn't know yet how to (laughs) try to appropriate uh right how hard or how soft to go you know <laughs> so all right i'm like you're taking my skin off <laughs> do you guys laugh a lot while you're having sex i would love for you guys to make um, a sex tape oh, yes God, i, I think it would, i want to see i, I want to see a sex tape where you can't see us but you can just hear me going like oh come on rich <laughs> what do we talk about <laughs> how long does the sex last you know, not that long. Yeah. <laughs> well, time is of the essence. And yeah. and you have a, a have a child. We do. And how old your child? She's seven. Seven. Okay. And what was it like to squeeze a child out of your vagina? I had a C-section. Oh. So what was it like to have a child carved pulled out of your, out of stomach? your stomach? <laughs> um. Well, the funny thing in this. <laughs> This happened. Did after. Hot Lindsay carry your baby and no. you really didn't? Is that what you're going to tell me? Thank you, Lindsay. Um, <laughs> Thanks, girl. No, uh, um, after I had the baby, they brought her to me and they put her in my arms. And then I was like, <laughs> no, I was like, this is it. No, I was like, I was like, I don't know why this was happening. But Rich wanted to record it. Right. So that's why this is all actually recorded. And then um, the doctor was like, Oh, he saw the Rich's phone in his pocket. He goes, "Do you want me to take a picture?" And Rich is like, "Yeah." So you hear me going, "Oh, nice to meet you." Why, nice to meet you to my oh, new baby. That's sweet. sweet. There she is. Thing. That's sweet. Oh, nice to meet you. And then a very polite Canadian shake her hand, even to my, <laughs> even to my new mine. Good to make your acquaintance. I air kissed her, and uh, <laughs> no. So then, but then you hear like. Um, Rich going to the doctor. No, turn it around the other way. No, it's the other button. No, you gotta hold it. You gotta hold it. It's like forever. The doctor trying to figure out the camera. That's scary that a doctor can't yeah. figure out like a camera phone. Oh, I know. And he just, they pull the baby. Yeah, out pull okay. the baby out of oh, you. Oh, so I was gonna ask about your vagina after birth, but I guess it was fine. I've always had a tiny vagina. I still do. <sighs> That's wonderful. <laughs> Do you really have a tiny vagina? I have I mean, a, what well, how do you know? You yeah. know what I mean? I I do I have a <laughs> I have a tipped uterus, so Really? It seems smaller. <laughs> 
that's what that means. <laughs> so, so do Aunt like Lindsay's miming something? But yeah, I don't know what she's like. Is. I don't know. I know this is like the cutest Charlie don't Chaplin like movie I've ever there. watched. Lindsay. <laughs> So wait, so a tip. I I've never. What's a tip I, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what that is. It just is. I mean, I can imagine, but it has to be a certain angle. So oh, okay, so that you so knew you, you were gonna have it. a C-section, then pretty much your whole pregnancy. They were like, hey, P.S. Don't give vaginal. Don't, birth. Hey, listen, a tip to vagina <laughs> over here. No, I don't. I didn't know that. Um, that was just because I wouldn't dilate. But I don't know that. Oh, I don't okay. know if that had anything to do with my tipped uterus. <laughs> Does that affect anything else in your life? Your tipped uterus. Jews don't like it. No. Um, I don't know. Well, I've actually, I was, uh, Steven said something weird to me when he first started dating. She said my uterus was very long, or my mm. cervix was very long. Mm. Like a lot of girls, he can get to the end. That was you know him saying? just trying to be oh, like, I have a huge dick usually, <laughs> but not but today. Like, do I have a giant it's like, why vagina? aren't I hitting the back? Yeah, that's I would he, like to ring the bell. Is that possible? Have you guys ever been like, complimented or well i mean everyone that wasn't a compliment I've but read, i don't know what that was everyone's but. vagina give or take is about it's, five inches deep I, mine's longer mine's three and a half <laughs> <laughs> wow that i mean awesome. i think that's something that question that you would ask your gynecologist yeah i guess we don't I really lo- talk me and my but gyno. if it's five that's inches a problem deep, but his dick is bigger than five inches yeah yeah, I know. I know. you can open up but, right i mean yeah but that's the why i mean you can't you get can longer. go longer can I go long? I can't go longer. I don't know. Can women do that? I dated I a guy sure who was like, come on, you got, got a little more. Come on. <laughs> I know like, what's in there. He was talking me through it. Oh, come on. You can go a little farther. <laughs> I hope he talked just like that. Wait, what the fuck is the cartoon, the, the rooster? Um, the fucking racist colonel. Oh, yeah. I know you're what you're saying? talking oh, yeah. about. Foghorn oh, Leghorn. Foghorn exactly. Leghorn, yes. There we go. That was him. Fucked, <laughs> she fucked the voice of Foghorn Well, I say, I say, I say, get, get a little farther in there. <laughs> Do you ever, are you ever silly during sex? Yes. We're really? Yes. Okay, but, that's interesting. Because I'm silly in real life and I'm sex is serious. Like, I am, I'm like, don't make me laugh. This is fuck time. <laughs> I don't think I was uh, silly, uh, that before rich okay so he brought it or well because it, it was like he's a comedian so it was, and it's yeah. a level of comfort i think yes. that you guys share yes i mean you've never dated anyone longer longer than you were married to rich i'm assuming right right now what was the longest relationship you had prior to this i did date i did um i was this off and on for five years but there was like some off points Okay. Like for a while, like for like a like year, three years. I would go off three and gangbang and then come back. And... Have you ever done a gangbang? No. Okay, yeah, I figured. It I've out. never had multiple. What's the most adventurous thing you've ever done sexually? Um, Hot Willie's like, what? Tell me, I Bonnie. Come on, I girl. don't know. Nothing really. I mean, fuck just... Rich Voss. <laughs> I mean, hey, I had sex with two guys in one day, but it was like oh, okay, separate. So did you? Yeah, situations. I've done that. You have a whole. Think was it like it. 20 hours apart or was no, it like it was an hour apart? Like five hours, four hours apart. So what were did you shower in between? <laughs> I don't think I did. Nice. Good for you. Just like a bro. Thank you. Yeah. Love it. I'm not sure. I can't remember. <laughs> Have you ever had a guy call you a slut? Um, oh. Like actually call like in a vicious way. Not in a, hey, so slut. I don't remember an exact thing, but I'm going to have to say, if I was like a gun to my head, I'd be like, yeah, I'm sure it happened. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't remember. Do you get, have you ever had like an instance where a guy was just being super fucking, just talking down to you because you're a chick? 
I again, I'm Have sure you ever encountered those that happened, types of guys? but uh, I, I do remember one time this guy was like totally hitting on me, and I was really drunk, and I was walking to my car to drive home, and he was a friend of mine, and he was like, "What? You know, why don't you come to my place instead? You know, whatever." And uh, I was like, "I just got to go home." And he's like, you shouldn't drive. You should just come to my place. And I was like, I don't, I, I don't want anything to happen between us. He's like, fine. And he let me drive home. <laughs> what a nice little fuck you for yeah. not fucking me. I was like, I, I, I remember like, he was like, I'm worried about you driving. You should come to my place. And then I was like, I just gotta go home. I'd rather drive home drunk than be in your presence. But he was like, oh, fine, go get killed then. Because <laughs> you want to fuck Can't up. be with me. You can't be with anybody. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. You're gonna be with the Lord soon. <laughs> you shouldn't drive <laughs> unless you're not gonna fuck me. Then go ahead. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've never really encountered that. Like I was, because su- I've had girls like say, like tell stories about how they were just like treated like shit, and it's never happened ex- except that one time at the comedy store. Right, that guy was being a dick. Right, this is true, but um, yeah, it's never really happened to me. And because you know, I hear horror stories, I'm like, does that actually like? Happen? What do you mean, like somebody just just like a guy, like my one friend? She was she turned a guy down, and he oh. like called her a fucking whore. But in that evil, I mm-hmm. mean, that's like not a nice thing to call a person anyway. But he was just like, I've never turned anyone kind down. Of- <laughs> so So you never get except that one time where you almost you drove drunk after oh yeah that's the only time (laughs) well i feel like that's very common to be called like a slut or a whore when you turn someone down i don't know yeah some guys get mad you're kind of i I think i think we have different experiences though because you you're very nice like you're that kid sister vibe so i think people are not gonna usually be that aggressive towards you to be a dick yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and i'm sure you usually turn down people very politely yeah sometimes sometimes <laughs> sometimes i'm like yeah <laughs> i walk away and make fun of them when they get mad all right well that's so. good i wanted to talk a little bit about uh just being a comedian we, we honestly don't have a lot of female comedians on i guess they just don't want to be on the show i don't know <laughs> um especially not prominent ones so what were what were your ex- oh my god am i making who, a mistake <laughs> no not at no, all not at all oh, god. <laughs> Do you want to leave? <laughs> Nobody wants to do our show, so this is fantastic. No, a lot of people want to no, do our show. Just I know, not. I know you guys are, you guys are amazing. <laughs> Did you, uh, coming up as a female comedian, obviously, I mean, it's still... I was born a woman. Yes, you were born a woman. Oh, yes. that's good to know. Yeah. Good. Did you ever feel like you needed to change anything, especially about the way you looked, to get an audience to accept you? Um... No, I don't think so. I mean, I never, it's a weird thing. Like I never, um, dealt with gender very often. Uh, I might've come up in a weird pocket of like, you know, I went to high school, like I graduated in 87. So there was a, like, I, I just feel like I was in a weird place where everybody thought they could do anything and feminism was like already happened and it was good. Like nobody, Everyone was cool. Everyone was cool about it. I came to New York. I I got in the clubs. It wasn't an issue. Okay. It, it, people didn't talk about it really. The way people talk about it now is much much more than back then. But um, I mean, I guess there was sexism going on. I didn't. 
I just put blinders on. I didn't think about it. Yeah. And then um, when when um, people would say, oh, women aren't funny and stuff, I would just think like, oh, right, but not me. I just <laughs> never thought it was me. I don't count. <laughs> so that's interesting, though. So then why did you decide to do the documentary if it was... You, well, I just wanted to make fun of the whole that's what conversation I okay. mm-hmm. about it. But then people were... T- t- the one thing I did learn about the, doing the documentary was that not everybody's experience was the same as mine. So people did really experience sexism and stuff. Like, even if I felt like I didn't... And 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 it's not like I never did, but I just always sort of put it into this context of like, well, stand up is hard for everybody. Like, of course, yeah. you know, I was friends with Jim Gaffigan, and I remember like people would say he couldn't get into a club or something because like we have enough white guys, or you yeah. know, he had his own weird set of challenges. So I just thought, oh, everybody's got their everyone thing. has that, yeah. Um, but then when I did the documentary, I just thought, oh, it's funny to to make fun of this. But then people like Joy Behar would tell her story or, um, you know, right. Joan Rivers would tell her story. Or even Chelsea Peretti, like it was like it wasn't my experience, you know, but mm-hmm. it was still valid. Interesting. So. Yeah. I always hear people throwing on it's funny for a woman. And I never I mean, I don't really get bothered by that because I'm like, well, you're stupid. I don't really care. Like it never cause we get asked that question a lot in, in interviews and stuff. And like what's it like to be a female comedian I'm like it's like being a comedian it's not I don't right. think it's that different yeah no absolutely we don't I don't I had if, if anything I think everyone's cool people just remember my name more because there's less women so it's easier to remember your name so yeah, that's it's kind like, of a one-up yeah I, I feel like, like being it. a white guy is the worst thing yeah. you can be in comedy because there's just Although, too many they do really like white guys. they do really like white guys <laughs> Those, though that I was oh I was looking at a poster recently and it was just and it was first oh, something for it was literally like everyone was a white guy i yeah. think it was something on comedy central i was just scrolling and it was like, like 20 ugh. white dudes ugh. in a row and i was like oh my Gross. god i mean they never quite like even like when the late night thing was happening and, and you know they were like getting all these new hosts and stuff it was still like they still picked white guys for every absolutely slot and they're it's like it is weird when you're like well it feels like they would be pressured they still don't feel the pressure yeah, to, not enough. to take somebody other than a white guy. Yeah, and, it's about, right. I, and I think that's the thing because I feel like, and also women are kind of like not always on women's side, and that's a problem a lot. So no, it's not like women are fighting. Like I need to see a woman on late night. There's like ten of us. But like, uh, but th- that's I feel like that's not really true. I feel like women. I mean, I don't think you should like someone just because no, absolutely not your gender, right. race, or whatever. But um, so. I, I think like people do really like Amy Schumer. They do really mm-hmm. like Chelsea Handler. They do really like the people that they see, but they can only like the people that they're given. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, exactly. So if a woman was put in front of them, who's yes. to say that they're not going to, but one of the uh, characteristics though, that most of the late night hosts have is they're really funny and charming and charismatic, but they're kind of generic in a way yeah. that everybody likes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't push any buttons. No one's breaking boundaries on late night television. But that's the thing. I feel like right. I, so the people who love Chelsea, and Amy Schumer really love them, but they there is a lot of They're backlash. Extreme, more extreme personalities, especially based to. on their looks and sexuality. I think from both men and women. I think in general, people seem to like Amy Schumer a lot. Uh, you know, and I like both of them. But well, I mean, a couple years ago, I remember like all the mom friends that I had mm-hmm. were constantly like talking about Chelsea Handler. They loved her yeah. so much. Yeah, because I mean, fun. I mean, she's, she's sort of like fallen off the the radar a little bit, but. Um, no, I think people, they just don't have, they're, you know, the, the person who's living next to me in, in, uh, the middle of New Jersey is not 
out searching for like the hippest podcast. Right. You know what I right. mean? They're like, oh, they're just turning on the TV and like whoever's given to them. They're... So they do, they are attracted when they get it. They, they like it. It's well received. Yes. It's well. It's so it's the networks. Well received. So it's still problem. the networks that are the problem. <laughs> old white men. But if you want to see backlash, you should just look on any sort of Seth Meyers uh, oh. message board. Yes. <laughs> I actually have. Yeah. Wait, really? I mean, it's. Yeah. If you watch his sketches that like, especially like his video sketches, they're just like, this is the worst sketch I I've ever seen. Really? It's serious. Yeah. Is it just not funny or are people offended by it? No, people just don't think he's funny. Oh. Yeah. No. That. Or good or whatever it is. Whatever, but I mean, yeah. it's not like, it's not like women are the only ones that are getting like, no, this bitch, what's she doing on Yeah, television? everyone in the public eye gets shit on. Yes. And even people who are not just like people you know who have, you know, a lot of Twitter followers. <laughs> everyone likes just the shit People on love everyone. shitting on other people. Right. Have you ever it's gotten like bad feedback on the internet? Someone's like, scumbag. Never you don't look any bad. Feedback. <laughs> oh, you really? <laughs> I've never had it happen. Oh my god, that's amazing. I the first time I did o- Opie and Anthony though. I remember uh, <laughs> they were like those. Yeah, there was like a lot of nice like Twitter, and then there was. Uh, she laughs too loud, <laughs> which has stayed with me. I swear, when I'm on, sh- I'm always like. <laughs> Like, yeah. I, like, if I have to laugh, I, like, move back. You're, like, permanently Don't, scarred I from that. I won't be that person. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing too loud into the mic. Are you sensitive to that stuff? When people... Uh- yeah, I'm I'm yeah. really sensitive, but that's why I don't search it out. I don't look for it. I don't... And I, and I honestly, my Twitter feed is pretty good. I don't, I don't get a lot of... That's good. A lot of harassing. Yeah, we don't get a lot of harassing stuff on Twitter, but, like, anytime yeah. there's an article, the comment section of the article is always... There's Reddit threads about what sluts we are. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you learn, you're like, oh, this is hilarious. You're just a fucking, you're turning what you feel about yourself. Well, I would be concerned us. if there wasn't threads saying what sluts we are, because I was like, well, then not enough people saw this. <laughs> yes, you know? right? Yeah, not see? doing it right. Yeah, uh, 100%. <laughs> 100, I think it's, I'm actually surprised that we didn't get more Got none are you people. disappointed not enough people well i was like you know because when you when you put you put something out and you're like all right i'm ready to fight i was ready to fight people and then nothing and then i got all these nice <laughs> facebook messages and i was like this is fucking boring i'm so <laughs> pissed i wanted to fight people but you know it's weird i always feel like the negative responses always make sense to me in a way like that they felt fired up enough to go to their keyboard and do it like mm-hmm. it's the positive ones it's like I would never get a life. Dude. How do you? How I don't get how you like can get yourself up out of bed to like I do really a positive response. Like how can you get passionate enough positively to write something uh, about your move? Well, I was people do so you kind of got to be like these people are kind of amazing. Yeah, good for or them. Or they're mentally deficient. Or they don't have a hobby something. or something. No, yeah, I was raised in a household time. where my mom would write both negative and positive letters to companies. So, like, <laughs> I'm very, like, I was raised, like, I've Feedback-y. written, I've written, like, positive letters to companies who, like, do an outstanding job. They're in, in Macy's Herald Square when the Auntie Anne's used to be there, the pretzel <gasps> they had place. Auntie Anne's? Yeah, on the oh, junior's fuck. level. Yeah, come on, Shit, get with it. That was the do. best Auntie Anne's. Well, and there was, it, it was not there anymore. because it, it used to be on the junior's level, as I recall. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work oh, at Macy's, <laughs> but I, oh. yeah, there was, and there was a framed letter on the wall that was like saying that this was like the best Auntie Anne's ever. And not like my mom, like noticed it and like told me about it. Like, so this what? is, this is the kind of house that I was raised in. Okay. So I totally can understand that. Oh wait, she wrote the letter. And no, the... she didn't write it, but oh. she noticed She was it. so moved by she a was moved consumer's by the letter. positive letter that was framed at the Auntie Anne's. What I'm trying to say is important feedback. 
<laughs> no good no good feedback is very important that's what i'm trying to say okay and i and it i is. totally would write a positive letter so i understand and i really enjoy when people write positive things that's of nice of course you enjoy it right but i do it but to other people as well so i always remember to go out of my way to write positive letters to people and well, also i don't creep people out <laughs> <laughs> i'm a creepy person who would like find someone on facebook after i like saw like a, some netflix but are you thing gonna like them. call like you know, they always have those big trucks. They say, like, <laughs> co- comment yeah. or criticism. How's my driving? Oh. I'm just, I'd no. just like to make a comment. <laughs> no. Um, that was a super nice left he made. <laughs> No, 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 no. I've no, done no. that. I, I've called companies as a but it's like always as a joke. Oh, yeah. it's just to talk to the person on the other line because I dated a guy who worked at the Campbell's Soup number. You call, tell us how we're doing, or tell us how you like the soup, and he worked there. And oh, oh, what a oof. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to shit talk him, but damn it. Wow. He got a lot of weird calls, too. This is maybe old people who had nothing else to do. Oh. I was like, that was some good soup. And he's like, okay, thanks. Like, they just look at the number. See you later. I'm going to (laughs) call. Yeah. But they they do. They call. A lot of people call. I was like, what tomato isn't as tomato-y as it usually (laughs) is. They are lonely, though. That's why they're calling. Yeah. So it's kind of sweet. And And the soup made their day. Aw. And then they would write a positive comment on about a fucking article <laughs> they read. Oh my God. Those um, are the people who do it. Uh, I was watching uh, Rich's episode of Modern Comedian, and he talks a lot about uh, addiction in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, me, per- have you ever dated an addict? No. Okay, so I, I have. I'm notorious for dating like addicts. That's like my thing. Do you have any uh, addictive personality traits, or have you struggled with addiction at all yourself? No, but uh, and I never dated an addict before. I don't think. No. So he's my first. Because I was curious <laughs> what how, what that's Baby's like. Baby's first and, addict. And how I remember I made him on uh, dates like go get me martinis and be like I really hate doing this. <laughs> oh, oh, you were oh, addicted to him. That's hilarious. Because the martini would spill on, his, <laughs> on you know hands. it's like when you're walking back in a yeah. martini glass and spill on his hand. Like oh, why a martini? <laughs> And then would he lick it or? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't think so. So he was an alcoholic or he is an no, alcoholic? No, he was a what? he was a crack addict. Mm-hmm. Oh, how's that? How was yeah. that? Well, <laughs> no, I just just because I mean that, I didn't know him then. Yeah, not so much like actually using crack, but I'm interested. Wait, in, he like, was a crack addict? No, he really was. Yeah, oh, she's not joking. No, oh, she's yeah, not joking. Yeah. I was like, oh, Bonnie, I don't. You're even, hilarious. I, I swear to God, this was long enough ago that Holy I don't shit, think I it was him. called crack. I think it was like crank or like free base well crank is something different oh there's there's, math yeah there's crack and crank they're different like levels of it because i know someone whose mother was a crank addict which was taking it really far does he drink does he drink currently or was he ever an alcoholic or no well i mean he was the whole ball of wax but he doesn't he doesn't do anything oh okay so he's sober yeah super sober i would like it sometimes i ask him like what would it be like if you just had like a little bit of vodka he'd be like in two weeks we wouldn't have a house (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah put it down (laughs) so does it does being married to someone with an addictive personality because what no matter what you're addicted to like that personality trait is always there uh so how does that affect or if at all anything in your relationship um i mean he's i don't know if it has anything to do with him being an addict i mean he's just he's he's a crazy person he's neurotic (laughs) he's uh he's very uh 
Woody Allen. <laughs> no, I said he, he told me I couldn't say or... Jewy anymore, oh. so I have to say Woody Allen. He's very Woody Allen. He's very Woody Allen. Um, he seems louder than Woody Allen. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's a tougher Jew than that. Right. <laughs> he's still the same. Like he's worried about getting sued all the time. You know, <laughs> really? like stomach problems. He's like, you know. <laughs> Typical Jew. Yes. Right. Okay. I'm a Jew. It's okay. You're in a safe space. (laughs) Are you Jewish? What's your deal? Uh, No. McFarland? No, absolutely not. Yeah, I was going to say. Probably not. I can never tell. I like when people go, no. Christina has very bad Judar. Yeah, I have no idea. No Judar. No Judar. How is Oh, it's so funny because Rich knows. He'll like scan an audience and he'll be like, you Jew? You have like, uh-huh. Yeah. Like, Got me. Wow, we know each other. Know? We yeah. know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's always, he says it's like uh, when a black guy knows another black guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Just like that. Yeah. yeah. It's almost as easy, though, when you are a Jew. Oh. It really is. Oh, I guess so. And yes, I've never so. met a Jewish person until I moved here. Never, not one Jewish what? person. Where, I didn't know one from. Pennsylvania. Oh. Doylestown. Oh no! They, there was Jews there. They just didn't fucking say it. <laughs> they didn't know not to. I was like, oh, that's like a super racist place. <laughs> they were wearing a yeah, yarmulke. Christina's like, I love your small hat. <laughs> oh. That's so cute. Where'd you come at the mall? <laughs> oh my god! Did you see the hipsters at the braids? <laughs> They're so cool. Um, has having a child affected your? Well, you don't really have romance with your husband. It's like you just have like a. Well, there's you I know, feel like you no, have a really great friendship. Conjugal and visits. Like, yeah. <laughs> we still have we still have sex. It's just not fun. Um, <laughs> no, we uh, yeah, of course, because she's well. One night we we had sex and then uh, we were. I was completely naked. I don't know how long it had been afterwards. I don't know what we were doing, but um, I turned and she was just standing there oh in God, the room. And we were oh like, my god. Ah! But she sleepwalks. So oh, that's creepy it was, as like, fuck. Super creepy. Her just standing there. Oh my god! No. <laughs> I, like were you guys down by the? Were you guys fucking or was no? It no. After? At that point, we weren't. And I think she must have come in after we'd stopped. But like, we were just like. Was she sleepwalking or was she like, (laughs) no, she was just standing there. (laughs) You're so pretty, mommy. I was like, ah, I dropped down for a little bit. What are you doing? Is it stressful raising a kid? Like, no. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't seem, it seems really easy. It's just, you know, you've had life and death in your heads before, right? Um, (laughs) It's fine. No, I mean, you know, you're, my sister used to always tell me, she goes, it's, she goes, the only thing is, is that you just feel like you're ruining people's lives. (laughs) That's, I think that's accurate. (laughs) Like when you're on a plane with the child or. I do feel like that a little bit like, am I ruining your life? Well, I let her watch Family Guy all the time, which is just a lazy (laughs) thing on my part. I I started to watch cartoons, watch good ones. I started letting her watch it when um, she was too little to understand it. And then I just never. stopped Stop. it but she loves it so and then i tried to get her to watch the simpsons because i thought oh, oh that's, that's yeah that's a little bit better and she was like the other day we were out we were having bagels and she was like i just i don't think the simpsons are funny i just don't think it's funny you know it's like <laughs> oh my god she sounds awesome and then uh so she yeah so she watches like the family guy and she's like uh Mom, what's AIDS? You know, it's like a constant like reference check. Yes. Can you get herpes more than once? <laughs> um, so then uh, she always wants me to test her on her knowledge of and there's like you can get quizzes online for family guy. So I quiz her on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so Brain quest family guy. No. Yeah. And uh 
was one of the questions was like, what's the name of the creepy guy on Family Guy? Like, I didn't say pedophile. I was like, what's the name of the pedophile? But I didn't want to say pedophile. So I was like, hey, what's the name of the creepy guy? And she's like, who? And I was like, you know, the guy that tries fucks kids. That tries to get everybody into his house, all the kids into his house. She goes, he's nice. And oh, I was so danger, danger lesson. Yeah, she doesn't. She she never picked up on that part at all. Like, that. so it's kind of refreshing, but also horrifying. Yeah, she just doesn't see it all. We're like, no, he's really creepy. She's like, he's not. Has she asked about sex at all? Like, has she stumped you yet with a, uh, I don't, I gotta go. I don't know. Okay. Well, the truth is, is that when she was very young, I think I told you this, um, she asked me where babies come from. And so I was like, I, she was like, how did I go, you know, they grow in your belly or whatever. And she's like, well, how does it get there? And I was like, well, the, the man plants a seed in the woman's uh, belly. And she goes, well, how do they plant the seed? And I was like, what a coincidence, John. Oh God. I was like, um, well. This is he comes out of the man's penis. And then she was like, well, how does it get in? And then I could see her eyes go wide. She goes, she eats it. <laughs> like she was horrified by that. And then no, it goes like, up your vagina, sweetie. No, that's what I said. And she was like, oh, okay. Like it was a much better situation. Way more understandable yeah. situation. I mean, she kind so of has just, a point. It is much better. As long as they don't have to eat it. <laughs> Oh. It tastes like a green bean. Yeah. Or it's Put it spoken. on my pussy. I don't care. But then I always have to have these conversations with her. Like, you could never talk about this at school. <laughs> right. Right. Because there's always that one kid. That's how I learned about sex for the first time. Was like the fucking kid whose parents didn't give a fuck. And like, yeah, there's always watch porn. Or like, some he somehow kid. watched it. Yeah. And then they come in and tell you all these lies about sex and scare the shit out of you. It's horrifying. How did you learn about sex? Uh, my uncle. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's go. Um... <laughs> I don't. I rem- I asked my mom about it. She was like, "Oh, the man places his penis in the woman's vagina." Um, Re- what was the reaction? Scientific. To that? I was yeah. horrified when I learned that there was insertion. I was horrified. I was like, "That's never going to happen to me." Mm-mm. Yeah, it did seem <laughs> pretty brutal. It's an, <laughs> pretty it's, brutal. It's act. intrusive. Yeah. Yes, but but I have to say that um, when the man started moving his penis inside my vagina, I was like, "He just places it there." <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. That's why I thought it was you one just thrust. Rest it, rest it. How yep. old were you the first time you had sex? I was, uh, I was 17. Okay. Oh, it's okay. Okay. Were you shocked when he started moving it? Yeah, I was like, "What are you doing? <laughs> why are you moving? Come on, we're supposed to stare at each other." Was it like quick. a boyfriend or like or just a dude? Or did he eat, and did he eat you out first? No, he did not eat <laughs> Damn me it. out. No, There's no 17 year old can be expected. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. 17 year olds don't really have good. Well, I mean, we're assuming he was skills. also 17. Was he also a, a, a He was in that era. He might have been a little bit older. Right. No, but I did have a weird high school where teachers, uh, there was uh, not not a lot of boundaries going on. Oh. Um, were my... teachers fucking students? Uh, I don't know if actual <laughs> fucking, but I do know my biology teacher would drive me around sometimes. And like, yeah, how I, he taught me how to give a blowjob on his finger. Stuff like that. What? Are you Yes, this is another thing that happened. This, this is, is the best story. This is and we a, saved it to the end. Yeah, he, we should have started with this. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, we would like be flirty in class, like it was weird. And then he moved my my desk to sit to be right next to his desk. Oh, red flag! Like right in front. Like his desk was here, and then mine was like butted up, right? So we faced and, each other oh in front of the whole class. Like we didn't gonna... care that anyone saw. No and one then, gave you shit for it. 
I guess I was like, well, See, I, get I guess she's the favorite. <laughs> I don't know. They never, it, it never occurred to me that this was an inappropriate sort of relationship going on. And he was like a friend, like he seemed like, <laughs> I'm your friend, Bonnie. Friend. I'm like and, your teacher. Uh, yeah. Um, but and the then dip- one time he and the principal who later became the mayor of our town <laughs> took me to see male strippers in the middle of the day and had, what? Beer. yes, and we had beer and stuff and it was crazy. <laughs> How did, yeah. Okay. But what happened Back in the, the moment leading up to the finger blow job? <laughs> um, I think he asked me if I ever gave a blow job and I was like, no. And nothing in your head was like, How this is I a am? weird question from someone who's supposed to be like, I mean, I probably <laughs> like the attention. I was like, mm. Oh, dude, I flirted with teacher. I love He was like the football coach. He wasn't like an unattractive, necessarily. Yeah. An unattra- I mean, he was like old married guy, but he wasn't like, he wasn't gross. He was hot. I don't, I don't know if I remember thinking he was hot, but it wasn't like. What were you thinking he when was you were sucking his finger as if it was a dick? <laughs> he would like make fun of me. It was like, it was like a funny Just like the marriage you were yes. having. <laughs> I've recreated and that. In my oh fuck! Marriage. Full circle. Thank you guys for figuring that. <laughs> Damn. What were you thinking when you were sucking his finger like it was a dick? Though I'm really curious. Do is you that, remember? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> was it? And then what did he say? Well, I yeah, knew yeah. that if my parents found out, they would think it was horrifying. But I didn't. I, I mean, I guess I wasn't. Th- I, I didn't feel guilt or think this is wrong or no. It sounds this guy's hot, terrible. Honestly. I've yeah. had teachers touch it me didn't in ways. Seem hot no either. it just it seemed, just seemed uh, like we're having we're we're friends having fun being okay. silly okay. together what a liberal canadian fucking thing to think that's wonderful this is why i need to move but there to was another teacher in my school who was <laughs> i the, sucked his actual day uh, no but he would whisper stuff in my ear <laughs> oh my god yes yes like he would what? like well please give the name of your school like, you immediately look you look hot and this particular teacher um i remember coming into class once like whipping in there after class or whatever and there was another girl in my class sitting on his lap and I don't oh. remember if they're making out or not but I want to say that they were but it All was right. definitely a, a wow. si- like a sexual well she was sitting on his yeah. lap yeah. okay so but later that teacher and I told my mom that he said stuff to me and she what was like say? oh god <laughs> like it was like stop being dramatic <laughs> You know, it wasn't like a weird thing. And, uh, but later he, he did get in trouble. He had to leave the the school or something like somebody, like it eventually happened that it was, you know, found out that he was being inappropriate with students. But the biology teacher, nothing bad. Uh, Wow. Well, on that note. And the principal knows. Oh my God. Oh my God. I got to go to Canada. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for talking to us thank you guys i don't want to stop so but digesting that high school story can you guys can you guys edit out that last <laughs> do you want us to no I'm just okay kidding. good because no. i really don't want to but if you wanted us to out of respect i, I certainly won't oh my god wow where can we find um, you on the internet yeah i just have twitter at bonnie mcfarlane okay. okay good we'll post all that stuff and watch women aren't funny documentary on, on netflix it's hilarious it's awesome thank you for making it it was wonderful to watch. I did it's it for you. Thank you. I felt like you were as I was watching it. So I was really excited. You're welcome. Thanks to Hot Lindsay for Hot being Lindsay, here. Thank you. You were so quiet. I love that. I know. She even like was scared to even just say one thing. She was like, mm, really nice. Mm. Yeah. Well, it was so nice talking to you. Uh, this has been another episode of Guys We Fucked, the anti slut shaming podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Are you tenacious?